We're looking back at the Titans and Browns seasons today on Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com backslash Locked On today to get started. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Things are good. How about you? Yeah, things are good here as well. Good. Another good weekend of football. We're on to the, uh, the the conference finals. I can't believe it. Four teams left. I know. Just, just three games left in the season. Starting to look ahead to things like the combine and free agency. It's it's going to be a wild offseason for sure. We're starting to hear whispers about Aaron Rodgers and uh, and some other players who are sure to be on the move. You, you have a feeling about any of that, how the Rodgers thing is going to shake out? I don't know. I mean, he's such a master of propaganda. I mean, I, I think he loves manipulating the media and getting us all talking about him, even more so than his buddy Favre did back back in the day. Oh, you know, well, I mean, yeah. you know. So uh, I don't know. But we're talking Titans today, and I want to throw something by you when we do. That's okay. Kind of along those lines. Well, let's let's get to it then. Let's okay. talk about the Tennessee Titans. Uh, we are talking about the Titans and the Browns, as I mentioned earlier. Those are the two teams we're looking at today and uh, as a reminder if you maybe if you missed last week's shows we are looking uh, at, at every single team a team review of the 2022 season looking at the uh, the production of those players uh, with with a little look forward into the off season and the 2023 season as well maybe what we can expect to happen in the coming months uh, we're starting with the Tennessee Titans let's just take a look at this roster and how they perform this year uh, the team finished seven and ten that was good for second in the AFC South of course they had that uh, they had that showdown with the Jags in the final game of the season the winner went to the playoffs the loser uh, did not of course and the Titans lost that game to Trevor Lawrence so uh, despite the seven and ten record they were actually very close to making the playoffs. Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback there, of course, 13.4 fantasy points. That was good for just quarterback 29 on the season, Ooh. looking uh, looking from a fantasy point per game uh, basis. They've got uh, Malik Willis, the rookie they drafted, or I, I don't know if we can call him a rookie anymore, but the, uh, the quarterback they drafted last offseason. Uh, got a couple starts, really did not perform well. Ended up getting in in a few games late, and that kind of threw off his his fantasy points per game. But uh, it, it was not good uh, for no. sure for Malik Willis. Uh, Derrick Henry, as always, is the star of this team. Eighteen point nine fantasy points per game. He was running back four. He gave us uh, a top twenty four fantasy performance in twelve games this season. He was backed up by. Uh, by Hilliard, by Haskins, both of those guys were were fine, but it was it was almost all Derrick Henry in that Titans backfield. The wide receiver, the the receiver depth chart was just really a disaster rough, for yeah. the Titans. Of course, they traded AJ Brown uh, last off season. 
they they draft Traylon Burks with the pick that they acquired from the Eagles, and Burks was fine, dealt with a lot of injuries, ends up with 8.6 fantasy points, wide receiver 60 on the year, three times he was the top 24 uh, fantasy wide receiver. Robert Woods, the veteran uh, formerly of the Rams they brought in, didn't really make much of a difference, 6.8 fantasy points on the year and uh, Nick Westbrook Akine for most weeks served as the third option he had around five fantasy points per game a couple of interesting tight ends here going in different directions Austin Hooper the veteran who they kind of expected to be uh, to be their starter and and was their starter for much of the season season 5.7 fantasy points for him the rookie that they drafted really ended the season on quite a bit of a hot streak chig okonkwo he also had 5.7 fantasy points per game but he gave us four uh top 12 fantasy games on the season so matt that's that's the that's the roster that's kind of what we're looking at there have already been some whispers that uh that both ryan Tanhill and uh and even derrick henry could be cap cuts for this team this offseason, and, and and Robert Woods is a, a little bit easier decision. All three of those veterans could be gone. Hooper is a free agent. Uh, Hilliard's a free agent. This team could look very, very different in 2023. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be honest. I, I kind of expected a, a massive collapse from this team this past year, and I give Rabel credit for keeping yep. it afloat as much as they did. I mean, I thought they might be – picking in the top five because I didn't expect much out of Tannehill and company. And now maybe I was a, a year early on that or, you know, half a year early on that. So Brian Peacock and I host Peacock and Williamson and right. we've been kind of throwing this out there lately. And at first I kind of thought it was just BP with a tinfoil hat on, but I, I'm starting <laughs> to kind of warm up to it because I think Greg Roman is interviewing for the head or the offensive coordinator job as we speak. I think he's in Tennessee, and they just hired a, a member of the 49ers front office. And this is where I'm going with this: is I think there's a real chance that the quarterback room in Tennessee is Willis and Trey Lance next year, and they go raving it up. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the tinfoil hat, I, I can see why you, uh, why you thought <laughs> right. that, of course, lots of talk with the 49ers that's going to be as they continue, uh, and, and, you know, even potentially make a run for the Super Bowl here in the next, uh, n- next couple of weeks, that quarterback room for San Francisco is going to be one of the biggest stories of the off season. No uh, and, and what started, five or six weeks ago is, is kind of a cute story, Mr. Ir- Irrelevant, and he's actually playing well and the team is winning. It's a real conversation now. And and if yeah. you've got Trey Lance on your dynasty roster, um, I, I don't know if I would say be worried, but you've got to be watching this very closely. Uh, I, I do think if they go with Purdy, if, if they make that decision, they almost have to break free and clear and trade Trey Lance's, which is mm-hmm. is essentially what you're suggesting here, that Lance could be traded maybe to the Titans. And it's not too hard to connect the dots with Greg Roman. Right. I mean, I tweeted it. I saw several other people say similar things. Uh, he's going to get another job. And, of course, he was recently let go by the uh, Baltimore Ravens and, and was uh, their offensive coordinator for several years. He's going to find a job. And almost certainly he's going to he's going to find a job with a quarterback that can run the ball. 
And why it makes even more sense from the Niners is they don't have a pick in the top 100. Their first pick overall in this draft is number 100. So Mm. if they can kind of recoup some of that, then they might be coming off a Super Bowl win. So something like that could be in the cards for the Titans. And to your original point, I just expect this team to look a lot different. I don't know if they're cutting Henry. I mean, maybe you'd field some offers for him, but those other guys I think are gone. Yeah, Tannehill, Woods. Yeah, uh, and I mentioned Maybe Hooper. Hooper. Yeah, yeah, Hooper's a free agent. Can't imagine uh, they would. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's cheap enough that they bring him back. But Okonkwo re- looks like the real deal there. Um, uh, let's talk. And there's much more to talk about with this Tennessee Titans team. Let's talk about from a dynasty standpoint, though. Who's the most valuable Tennessee Titan? And I think the 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 immediate answer, what we think of first, is is Derrick Henry, but of course mm-hmm. he's getting up there. Uh, had another very strong season, but some some questions about his future and, and maybe questions about what team he even plays for next year. Is it Derrick Henry or is it Traylon Burks? The most valuable from a dynasty standpoint, which one do you want? Which one are you drafting first in the dynasty startup? It's still Henry. I mean, it, Burks didn't show me enough to say they're both on the board. I would take Burks over Henry. But that gap narrowed pretty, or I guess Henry's stock dropped pretty significantly, and that's not, you know, all that surprising. I, I just don't know that my opinion of Burks has changed since he got drafted. I wish I knew more. He's just kind of incomplete for me, but I am very high on Chig. Wow. Bring, yeah, bringing Okonkwo into the conversation is interesting. And, uh, of course, if they if they get Trey Lance on that roster, that would change that entire conversation. Um yeah. Yeah, like I said, the, the offseason is going to be another fun one. We saw so many key players moved, traded uh, a year ago, and, and I think I think we're going to have a repeat this offseason. A uh, few more things to talk about with the Tennessee Titans, but we're going to take a quick break right now. Folks, as you know, the NFL playoffs are here, and boy are they ever. And we're super excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. So, new customers, join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. How about that? That's insane. Uh, just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlays. Uh, I did really well this past weekend. I had the Bengals' money line. I saw that win coming. That was phenomenal. Uh, all all on an app that's super safe, secure, very, very easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. P- place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL podcast and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories, plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's continue talking Tennessee Titans here before we move over to the Browns. Um, 
a dynasty buy and sell. We, we've already talked about Henry. We've talked about Burks, uh, mentioned uh, Oconquo as well. And uh, honestly, we'll, we'll focus on those three because I think they're really the, yeah. yeah, they're, they're the only three relevant guys on this team. Um, I Real do quick, wanna... do you agree with me that the backup running backs really aren't feature players, you know, that they're always going to be backups and, you know, Henry's successor isn't in the building. Yeah, I mean, again, Hilliard's yeah. a free agent, he, and you know he's just kind of a a veteran backup at this point. Haskins coming off that rookie season, we just we just didn't see much of him. Right, uh, it's it's hard to say, but I, I think most likely he's uh, he's he's not going to ever turn into a fantasy starter. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Henry, the guy I want. Yeah, I I really want to buy all three of these guys: Henry, Burks, and Okonkwo. Um, and I think Henry and Oconquo are, are both, uh, you know, the price is going to be right on those guys. We mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time about the veteran, uh, the veteran value dip in the off season. We're already seeing it. Uh, look at our ADP at DLF and, and Derek Henry's already, already fading. Um, so he's getting cheaper for sure. Uh, Burks is actually a little, more expensive than I thought he would be really uh, given. Yeah. Given his rookie season. Um, so I would, I would call both Henry and Oconquo dynasty buys at this point. And based on that price, he's looking like a third, fourth round dynasty startup pick. I'm, I'm selling Traylon Burks. And honestly, if I can cash out for what I paid for him, which is essentially a, a, a mid first, if I can get, even if I can get a late no, first yeah. in this upcoming class, I think I would do that, run that back and, and uh, you know, roll the dice with, with another rookie. And that's not to say I'm totally giving up on, on Burks, but the, the injuries are a concern. We don't know who the quarterback of this team is in, in 2023. There's, there's lots of questions uh, about this player. A hundred percent. I agree with everything you said. If I can get what I paid for Burks, I am definitely cashing out or even 90 cents on the dollar. I do fear that they're going to become even heavier run oriented. And I don't know any information about them becoming the Ravens, but I could just picture it. Last little nugget I have for you, maybe before we talk Browns is I would bet you could get Willis awfully cheap right now. And he looks so lost that it works to your advantage if you're buying, but you know his style of play just translates so well to, you know, fantasy. Yeah, I did want to end the Titans conversation with those quarterbacks. I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought up Willis. Yeah, I mean, he certainly looked bad. They spent a pick, uh, I believe it was a fourth rounder, I, I think. Um, you know, they spent a they he spent a that third. pick. Yeah. Okay, with yeah. third rounder. So, you know, it's kind of in that in that gray area where they're not necessarily obligated to give him Mm -hmm. a chance beyond what they've already done. Uh, They could certainly uh, bring in a, 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 another veteran. They could use a higher pick on uh, an incoming rookie, lots of ways to go here, but he is, he is going to be cheap enough and the upside, the running ability, the athleticism, those things that we liked about Willis are, are still there. It's now just a question of, uh, is he going to get another chance to show it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's a fair point. I, I do think he's going to be he's going to be cheap enough in dynasty leagues, even in super flex leagues, that you could take a I shot might on throw him. A dart. Yeah, I might throw a dart. I mean, I uh, liked him coming out of Liberty, but I didn't like anything he did this past year. Are you giving a late second in a super flex yeah, league for him? That's about the neighborhood. 
Okay. I mean, I mean, going into when rookie drafts were around super flex, it was kind of a decision. Do I want Willis to wait for him or do I want Pickett? You know, I mean, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't. We knew he was raw. That shouldn't shock us. Uh, what about what about Tannehill? We both agree likely to be cut and, and moving on. Do you do you think he gets another starting job? There's there's so mm. many teams that need a quarterback. I I kind of feel like he would. Yeah, I don't think he's going to like Flacco land yet, you know, where right. he's the old guy that's the mentor. I mean, I could see him getting paired with somebody like Desmond Ritter or, you know, you know, like somebody young that's not he's kind of just leaving that situation. Maybe that's not the best example, but um someone that's not a proven starter or a team that plans on drafting them or kind of the Geno Smith treatment from a year ago. Mm. You know, where, boy, it doesn't look great, but you know, maybe he's a stopgap guy. He can still play. I mean, I think he's probably a, a super flex buy as well because you can get him super cheap. Well, and he's already been through this once, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. the Dolphins already gave up on him and the Titans brought him in as insurance, basically. Uh, Correct, and, right. and, you know, now four or five years later, he, uh, he's been a longtime starter for them. So uh, it good move on the Titans part to bring him in so many years ago. But yeah, I think that I think the time has probably come to an end for Tannehill in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Me too. Matt, let's move over to the Cleveland Browns also finished seven and 10, uh, but not in playoff contention. They were fourth in the AFC North um, behind the Ravens, Bengals, and I should say Bengals Ravens and your Steelers. Uh, take a quick look at their roster. Deshaun Watson, 13.6 fantasy points, of course, started uh, following his uh, 12-game suspension. He was quarterback 28 on the season. That's, again, points per game. Jacoby Brissett played really well, in my opinion, uh, prior to Watson coming back. 11.2 fantasy points for him. Nick Chubb, 16.1 fantasy points per game. The running back eight on the year. 13 times he was a top 24 back uh, in fantasy uh, PPR scoring. Kareem Hunt, really one of the big disappointments, uh, certainly for this team, but really in fantasy in general. 7.6 fantasy points per game, running back 53. They bring in Amari Cooper this year. He's their wide receiver one uh, pretty easily. 14.9 fantasy points per game, wide receiver 16. Eight times a top 24 fantasy score donovan peoples jones had a nice season 9.7 fantasy points for him for him uh, david bell the rookie played uh, as the third option in most weeks david and joku just under 10 fantasy points per game he was the tight end nine and harrison bryant 3.6 fantasy points per game hunt is a free agent jacoby Brissett is a free agent i don't think they're going to be upset for either of those guys to move on this no. is a team that's going to bring back Watson and Chubb and Cooper and DPJ and Njoku. And they're going to have some room to make some moves, whether it's in the draft or in free agency. This is a team that I feel like we say it every year with the Browns, but next year might be the year that they're a real playoff contender. Yeah. I'm a big Brissett fan. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll mention him later, but I'm still stashing him. I think he'll land somewhere and play, Yep. Throughout the next five years, you know, he'll play some and be valuable for super flex stuff. I don't know what to think of Hunt. Um, the one thing I'll fight you on a little bit, though, is 
and this works out well for us. I mean, you mentioned those starting five skill guys, you know, Watson, Chubb, Najoku, Peoples-Jones, Cooper. I think it's pretty safe to say that's who their starting five are going to be next year, too, because they don't have a first-round pick. They have a lot of holes on defense, particularly D-tackle, linebacker. Watson's contract is massive next year. So they're kind of going to run back the same dudes, which I think is good for us in that I would expect a lot of snaps from those guys we just mentioned. Is Watson good or not, though? <laughs> you know, I mean, that that's the big question yeah. to me, right? That really is the big question. Yeah, we don't have to fight about that. I guess I was I was referencing more uh, offensive line, defense. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. general, they can make some moves to mm-hmm. improve their team because they are set with these uh, these five skill guys. Plus, yeah, I yeah. mean, Bell is is a solid uh, depth. Um, mm-hmm. Harrison Bryant is fine as a backup tight end. They will have to address the running back position because Hunt is presumably gone. Uh, Dearness uh, De- Johnson, yeah. also a free agent. Uh, they do have Jerome Ford, the rookie from uh, from Cincinnati. Didn't play much as He's a rookie. He's a sneaky this guy to grab season. right now, though. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think as well. I think so. Could uh, with the with the other needs that they have on on this team, he could end up. You know, maybe he's the two. Yeah, uh, I mean, they behind... saw this day coming with Hunt, and I'm surprised Hunt didn't get traded at the deadline. To be honest with you, I think yeah, they had I... Ford in mind when they or this this day in mind when they drafted Ford. Yeah, totally agree. Surprised uh, Kareem Hunt is is even still on this roster or, or made it through the season on the roster. Matt, let's take a quick break. We'll come back right. and finish up the conversation with the Cleveland Browns. All right, Matt, let's finish up talking Cleveland Browns here. Deshaun Watson, Chubb, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and David Njoku uh, is kind of their core moving forward in uh, in 2023. And you already mentioned it. The The real question here is Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, Who knows? I don't know what to think of this guy at this point. And, and we're going to, uh, you know, just skipping over all the off-field stuff. Uh, that that's an obvious. I mean, he's gonna be the quarterback. Uh, you don't have to like the guy. He's their quarterback. You know, right? right. That that's a whole other layer. But just on the field, what we saw uh, from him this season was was not good. Um, no. and, and really, when I saw that thirteen and a half fantasy point per game number, based on what I saw in, in those uh, the back half of the season, I was surprised he even scored that much because <laughs> it felt. Uh, he he felt like one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and um, you know the you numbers look reflect at, it. You look at EPA, things like that. He's at the bottom of the league, right? I mean, and of course, a a long time out of the league um, due to all the off field issues that that he's dealt with over the past couple of years. And I don't know if I don't know if what we saw in those uh, six seven games is. Uh, I don't know if that's the reality or not. I know. Can we expect Deshaun Watson to improve moving forward? Improve, yes. I mean, his first game back against Houston was looked like he hadn't played in 10 years, let alone 700 days. Right. At least as the season went on, you could put a highlight tape together and say, okay, he's starting to kind of get it. Or, But there was still a lot of lowlights and a lot of inconsistency I think I'm going to trust the player, but that's a hard one. I mean, the only time I can think of something like that happening was when 
Michael Vick went to jail. And when he right. came out, I mean, he wasn't exactly the same guy either. You know, I mean, the, this game passes you by pretty quick. I'm not making any excuses for Deshaun Watson, the man, but I do think you have to think of the the, the reality of it. He, not only did he not play, but he had as big a distraction as anyone in the league, too. You know, I, I mean, I would not that those things are ever going to be past him, nor should they be. But I would hope as a competitor, and no one's ever challenged him as a competitor, he's going to be really dialed into his craft this offseason because he has to be embarrassed with the tape he put out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so a couple disappointing players on this roster, Watson being one of them. Sounds like you're still uh, still buying him in Dynasty Leagues. I think so. Obviously, the price, the price has certainly dropped, um, but we know, we know what the talent is. He's not a quarterback anymore, right? Uh, ADP wise, he's, he's right on that border. Honestly. And I thought he was close the last time we talked about it, but he, he has to be trending the wrong way. And some of these young guys have to be geared up to go past them too. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think we can put certainly fields and Lawrence over him. That's, yeah, that's yeah. not even that much of a, of a discussion at this point. I was even um, thinking like Bryce Young. Oh well, that's true. Yeah, we don't have the we don't have those incoming rookies in our mm-hmm. ADP yet. Uh, I mean, I would I would take Watson over all of the the twenty twenty three rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking a look at that ADP in, in, from January over at DLF, he is quarterback eleven. Um, so he's he's behind Tua, behind Dak, uh, but he's in front of Kyler Murray and and Trey Lance. Um, so we'll we'll see huh. what that what that February yeah. ADP looks like once he's. Uh, Boy, Once that we whole do neighborhood have the could go in. either direction. <laughs> that whole neighborhood's volatile right now. Yeah, well, true. Dak and Tua, for sure, for different mm-hmm. reasons. Um, wow, I think I'm I buying think, Watson at that price, because I know I he's going to be the starter. Well. Even if he's horrible, he's going to start the whole year. Well, okay, let's make it easy then. If you've got Dak Prescott on your Superflex Dynasty roster and somebody offers you Watson, you're taking that, right? I think, but I'm also buying Dak right now. Everyone's down on him because he threw picks. I still think he's a tremendous quarterback. I mean, I, I still Dak is on my buy list as well, so he may not be the best example there. Okay, what about what about Tua? Same situation. I want Watson. Tua's nope. health really worries me. Yeah, I want Watson as well there. So yeah. uh, he's quarterback eleven, but uh, in my personal ranks, would be even a little bit higher than that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about Kareem Hunt really quickly before we finish up here. Uh, again, we, we mentioned it earlier, just, just kind of found himself in the doghouse. I think that's probably uh, what the issue was. Uh, didn't play as much, didn't play very well when he was on the field, um, was was almost a non-factor this season. I, I think he can land somewhere else and, and yeah. regain some of that dynasty value. I don't know that he's going to be a, a starting running back or certainly even a fantasy starter, uh, but he might be a, a pretty decent buy low here in the next uh, few weeks before free agency rolls around. I 100% agree. I, I, I think part of the things that hurt him was they started trusting Chubb as a receiver a little bit more finally. So yeah. And Chubb's so good. I think they just kind of looked at it and said, why are we putting Hunt on the field? You know, I mean, yeah. this is one of the best backs in the league. And, if, and and Hunt's fine, but why bother? So, yeah, I would definitely buy low on Hunt. Um, really, my favorite for the price still is Najoku. I've just been a Najoku fan every step of the way. And I think he's like the poster child for 
it takes about this many years for tight ends to hit their stride. And, you know, every year he gets a little better. Yeah, good point. Of course, he was in that, um, was he in that? He was the Ingram, O.J. Howard year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, 20- Ingram hit his stride this year, too, you know. Yeah, so that was 2017. Ingram, O.J. Mm-hmm. Howard, and Njoku were the guys that we were debating. Do we take these guys in the first round? Do we wait a year and then buy low? And uh, there was there was George Kittle. Four years. Well, there was George low. Kittle down there in, in the <laughs> yeah, third right, round, right. and we we weren't talking about him quite as much. So, um, yeah, I'm with you though. The, despite a, a really solid year for Njoku, uh, you could you could even call it a breakout year. The price hasn't changed all that much and you're right if this team uh, rolls with with cooper and people's jones and they kind of focus on building up that that defense and and other uh other areas of need on the team mm-hmm. then then we could see njoku is, is basically the second option in the passing game again next yep. year which uh does certainly make him a good uh a good trade target or draft target I, this offseason. I think he's kind of the Goddard Friarmouth Fryer, land, you know, which is a pretty rich company. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a bad place to be. Mm-hmm. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.